0: If the Venus star point is like the art, then does that mean that you have some say in it?
1: Yeah, because you get to decide, like, how do I want to show up more creatively in my work? Because Venus is all about creativity, self-worth. It's how we magnetize things toward us. And when we know a little bit more about how to use that for our benefit, we can clear our minds much quicker and we can play in more of this space of like, How could this get even more fun? How could I make this even more beautiful? How could this experience turn into something so much better than it is? And you then calibrate the feelings towards that, which your heart only magnetizes.
0: Hello, beautiful souls. Today's episode is so, so good. And before we jump in, I have some exciting news to share. If you've ever wondered where you're blocking money, this is for you. I've created a free quiz to diagnose your money wounds so you can heal them and unblock yourself to receive more money. Just go to moneywoundsquiz.com and answer six quick questions to get your insanely accurate and potent results. And if you're loving my vibe and want to work one-on-one to call in more feminine energy wealth, I would love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on social media or go to emilywilcox.com to learn more. Hello. Welcome back to the it makes money show. I have such a fun interview to share with you today, but first just wanted to give you a little life update. I am tuning in back at home after eight beautiful days in Hawaii. I'll be sharing a full recap in my November recap episode, but it was so fun to be there over the Thanksgiving holiday and doing Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. So, so many of you jumped into my world and bought different things. So I've honestly feel very thrilled and honored that we get to work together. So thank you for that. And what else? I wanted to share with you actually a unique offer that I put out during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but I'm going to continue to hold a few spots open. And it's currently at introductory pricing. So it may be something for you. It's a super unique, I've never seen any other coach do this, way of offering one-on-one coaching. And it's called plug-in coaching. So what I've noticed is that many of the women entrepreneurs that I work with, their needs change from month to month. They may have more time in their schedule. They may have less. They may want to jump on a call. Another call on the schedule might actually feel stressful one month. And so what plug-in coaching is, you are allowed to plug in to two things every month, and you get to mix and match and tailor this depending on your needs for that month. So the plug-in options are 30-minute one-on-one call, a Voxer day, and a live program. So you get to choose two every month. So you could one month want to just do two one-on-one calls. Another month you might want to do a one-on-one call at a Voxer day. Another month you might want to do a Voxer day and be really excited about one of my live programs and so tune into that with me. So it's currently at introductory pricing of one thousand one 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 per month, and you can join in. You are in for three months, and then it just either keeps going monthly or you can cancel at any time and it's one-on-one coaching just tailored to you to your schedule and to what you need at any given time. So, we'll drop the link in the show notes and you're also welcome to slide into my DMs if you have any questions about it, but it is something I'm so excited to be offering. All right, let me tell you about Tara Kinden because you guys are going to love her energy and you're going to love this interview. So, she is another mamapreneur. She's a business mentor, a leader, a CEO. She's the founder of Worth Camp, which is a transformational women's program. She's the creator behind the Witch and the Wick Candle Company. And she has such an interesting take on astrology. She focuses on something special called the Venus Star Point, which I had never heard of before, but oh my gosh, her energy is so infectious. It seriously just makes you want to immediately run and look that up and figure out how to leverage it to make you more magnetic in your business. So without further ado, here's the interview. Tara, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having in your beautiful space and energy today. Yes, I know like everyone watching on YouTube can see that you have the vibiest background ever. I'm so jealous. You've got <laughs> The large crystals, you've got the pineapple and the moon and the mermaid, like it is a vibe.
1: Totally a vibe.
0: Yeah. And you and I were just like sidebar talking about just the value of beautifying your space and how that can really shift things energetically, especially in this day and age where we're showing up so often online.
1: Yes. I'm a Venus world person. So beauty and like luxury and really like creating space is a big thing for me.
0: Are you super into astrology? Oh yes. That's my work. That's your work. And astrology, do you do human, human design, design, design as well?
1: Yeah. So I actually created like a trifecta where it's the human design, the astrology and the Venus star point, which not a lot of people know about.
0: I've never heard like, about the Venus star point.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like, if you think about building a house, okay? Your astrology is the foundation and it's immovable. It just is what it is. You've got to learn how to work with it. Where your human design is a little bit more energetic. It's kind of how you decorate, how you place your furniture and you keep tripping over the same couch. You're going to move it. You can do that with human design. You mm. can't do that with your astrology in the same way. It's very embodied. Mm. And then the Venus star point is like this irreplaceable unique artwork that you find. And it's like this, it's the heartbeat of the home. So that's what it does for each of us. It kind of gives us the permission to really be in connection with our heart-centered work in the world.
0: Okay. So if the Venus star point is like the art, then does that mean that you have some say in it?
1: Yeah. Because you get to decide like, how do I want to show up more creatively in my work? Because Venus is all about creativity, self-worth. It's how we magnetize things toward us. And when we know a little bit more about how to use that for our benefit, we can clear our minds much quicker and we can play in more of this space of like, how could this get even more fun? How could I make this even more beautiful? How could this experience turn into something so much better than it is? And you then calibrate the feelings towards that, which your heart only magnetizes so when you're working with this heart-centered work, it's like you just become a super magnet. I mean, literally it's manifesting one-on-one, but it's in the easiest way possible.
0: Oh my gosh. I love this so much. Okay. So your trifecta is astrology, human design, and Venus star point. So do you do like individual readings or how do people learn this from you?
1: So I do, but I add it. it's kind of getting more away from readings just because they're very time consuming yeah. and It's more of the transformation and the integration. Like this is the piece that going for one reading, it's like going to the gym once and hoping for a six pack. There is like this integration and like investment in yourself that needs to happen. So it's like a disservice. I'll do that. No problem. But I feel like it's more beneficial to the person to integrate it in a way that helps them move through their days, practicing their design. How does my energy Mm -hmm. want to really show up? And then letting it show up and seeing what happens.
0: I can vouch for this a thousand percent, at least through the lens of human design, because it was like, I had my reading done, but then I did like a few follow-up sessions over the course of a few months. And it was super helpful because there was like all of this deconditioning around eliminating the shoulds from my life and like just creating space for more sacral yeses and like learning what that felt like in my body. And there's just no way that one reading would have been sufficient. Never. And it's
1: makes it more pleasurable for you to be able to then ask you come up with a thousand questions. It's said, when you're in a reading for an hour and a half or an hour, whatever it is, it's like, you've been drinking from a fire hose for that period of time. Yeah. And you're overwhelmed, and you have a thousand questions and you
0: don't even know where to start. Okay. So, how did you get into this work?
1: I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and I've dabbled in astrology for about the same amount of time. And I understood I'm a Sag son, I'm a this, I'm a that, but I didn't really get it. So when the pandemic had, and even just before that, I was really starting to work on my money story. I hired a money coach and I was like, I gotta figure this thing out because. It's getting old and I'm like sick of this trajectory I'm on. So I, she actually introduced me to human design. And then with the human design piece, because their astrology is an element of human yeah. design. I was like, I need to understand this more to be able to explain the expression more consciously and unconsciously. Like, How does this show up? Because with that Venus piece and that creativity piece and that self-worth piece and the money piece. I'm like, I need to know this for myself. So I just went so far down the rabbit hole that I completely learned, I think, 20 years of courses and certifications in a matter of like four years. And then when the Venus star point came to me, it just made everything make sense. Like, oh, there's this element of your chart you're not even aware of. No one knows about it. Like literally no one knows about it. And it's the magical part of your chart that can transform everything, Mm. everything. So that's, it just, it drew me in and I couldn't stop. I still can't stop. I'm still taking courses all the time because every time I look at my chart, I see something different.
0: So when you started your journey of entrepreneurship 20 years ago, I take it you weren't monetizing astrology. What were you doing?
1: No. Oh my gosh. So I've been in a thousand different industries and had a thousand different lives. That's a part of my Venus star point in Gemini, I find out, and I'm a manifester. HD manifester. So I was in real estate. I've had like two six figure businesses in real estate and yoga. I had a yoga business and it's always been about the people. How can I help people? And when I would do yoga classes and mentoring and retreats and all the things, I was coaching them and doing cards. I was pulling cards. And, but I, it was a little out there. It was a little too woo. And I was like, oh, this is kind of edgy. And I don't want to be seen. I don't want to hang up like my psychic hat because it just felt like if I hang that shingle, what are people yeah. going to think? And it made me very uncomfortable to kind of come from that lens. But denying that affected my business and income growth. Right. So as I began to really work through these parts of myself, like I was in acting and in music. I recorded an album, released an album, I've written a book and traveled across the country and lived in a van for 30 days while I interviewed women. I mean, I've had a thousand different lives, it kind of feels like, but at the core and the root of it always is the people. How can I help the people? And now I have more tools to help the people understand themselves. And that's the greatest gift you can give to someone.
0: Totally. Yeah. And like for everyone listening, who's not super familiar with human design, or maybe you're only familiar with your own being a manifester, like you get this big idea and a big urge. And with that comes this surge of energy to like start something new, but then manifestors, their energy kind of fizzles once the newness wears off. And like, they're not really meant to be the ones that then like plug away at it for the next 20 years. They're meant to give us the idea and to really initiate and like birth new ideas into the world. And then typically the generators and manifesting generators are the ones who are like, oh my God, I love your idea so much. How can I be part of it? And then they sort of carry it forward. So just giving that additional context, like it makes so much sense that you would have done multiple things. And I think, you know, for my manifestor clients, like a huge part of human design is this permission slip for them that like, Wait, you're saying I don't have to follow through to the bitter end on everything I start. Like, uh, I just thought that I didn't know how to finish things. And no. that I was like flaky or that I didn't, I lacked follow through. And it was like such a permission slip to be like, oh, that's actually how I'm designed. And it's a 100%.
1: gift. It's the best gift. And it's so liberating to hear that. It's confirmation. You know it this is the thing, you know it. And it's just like this beautiful sense of confirmation. Like, yes, finally, I can just go be myself. And then the hard part is the just going being yourself piece.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't happen all at once, right? Because (laughs) society has conditioned us to finish what you start and to stick with a nine to
1: five job. I was like, that's a swear word
0: in my world.
1: Like J-O-B is like, yikes.
0: Okay, so you kind of alluded to the fact that although you've had this long entrepreneurial career that the money still just like wasn't where you wanted it to be. So talk to me about that. Like what did the money look like and how did you feel about it?
1: I think coming to you from a place and like a family that didn't really make a lot of money and that every entrepreneurial journey that like my grandparents had gone into went sideways with partners. It just put this flavor of, sure, you can make it, but can you keep it? And mm. I lived with that. So I invested all this money into an album. I released it like Jeff Healy was on it. It hit the top 100 country charts. And it was like, I was starting to get some groundwork, but again, I didn't realize that I should have had somebody really doing more of the ground, like the, the leg work for me. Mm. I was trying to do it all myself, which is another thing. So I was learning how to I had to go through those mistakes to learn like how to work better with people and to ask them for help because asking for help too was a hard thing and recognizing that there was this pattern going on. I didn't see it. So I tanked my finances and had to claim bankruptcy, which then I sat in shame around that for a couple of years, I'm pretty sure. And then I always could work. Like it wasn't an issue. I could always figure out ways to make money and I did all these different things. And I finally put myself through real estate and got my real estate license. And that was my first experience at a six figure business. And I think I spent more than I made, which is typical for realtors anyway, but I had all this money would come in and I'm like, okay, what am I doing with this? And I would just spend it. And then I was like, I had less money than I had before. This sucks. And I'm working all the time. So then I let that go and I had another break. I need, like I think I burned myself out and I needed a break. And the next thing that I did was when I was always into health and fitness. So I always fell back on that or like the serving industry when I was between things. And then I decided to open a yoga studio. I decided to take a teacher training. I went to Costa Rica for a month and did a teacher training. When I came back, I noticed I lived in a place that was kind of the Hamptons to Toronto. And I created the first SEP yoga studio up there. And we were crazy busy. That was my second six-figure business. And Mm -hmm. same thing, like cash was coming in so fast, I didn't even know what to do with it. Like I was putting it in random places. Like it was in the bank. It was all over the place. I'm like, this is just not, this is not professional. Like this is not as good as it could be. And then I hired an accountant and a bookkeeper and started to track things and be better and get a, you know, business credit. It was my first business credit card where it kind of felt like a big girl with my big girl pants on with my finances but I exhausted myself because I I wasn't bringing in people to help. So it all fell apart. And then again, the same place I've been multiple times, it was like this track just kind of kept repeating. And so when I had the realization, like something's got to change here, we need to do business differently. And it was, I used to always chase like the dollar amounts. I need a $10,000 a month. I need like this 5,000, whatever it was. I was always chasing the money, but it was never about the money and lately I've had this big epiphany like it's not the money it's the freedom cuz the freedom like the money gives me the freedom so that I can go and create anything yeah. I want whatever I'm in the whim for in the moment and so when I changed that it's like the floodgates open and everything changed so right now I'm living in a place that is a far remote island off of Newfoundland in the middle of the ocean in the middle of nowhere. And we moved here for my husband's work. And I said, "Sure, yeah, as long as I have internet and childcare, like I can make anything happen." Yeah. yeah. There was neither one of those two things for a year and a half. Oh. Like the internet was terrible and childcare was like non-existent. So I had to sit in it doing not much for a year and a half. And then when he finally went to school in September, I said to my husband like, "When I have time and freedom, just wait, and the first month, like of being in business, was a five thousand dollar month. Yeah, I know, and I was like, and we're already at this is only two months into that, so it's like this is the trajectory and the growth I see so quickly, and it's been so fun and so pleasurable mm. and so easy.
0: That's amazing. So I'm curious from your story, and you kind of mentioned that growing up, the paradigm was not a lot of money and you kind of mentioned that the family viewpoint was like, you can make it, but can you keep it? So was there a trauma around that in childhood? Like, did your family have a hard time keeping money? Was there like, yeah. It was just, there was never enough of it. Like there's
1: never enough of it. That was the running story and always feeling like that. You just never felt like you didn't know how things were going to get paid for or where the next Whatever was going to come from. We never got to do school trips or anything like that because there was never the extra. It wasn't like we were broken, and destitute, and living on the streets and we couldn't eat. That wasn't the case at all. But it was like there was just enough, like barely just enough. And I didn't want to live like that. I mean, I want to choose what I want in my life based on how I feel and I desire it. That's how I want to buy. And so that's been a conscious thing for me is like, do I desire this thing? instead of just like buying it to buy it.
0: So, would you say in your family money dynamic, although there wasn't enough, was the money steady? Was it like working steady jobs and getting the same amount and it just wasn't enough to cover the bills or was the money kind of fluctuating as well?
1: I mean, the money was fluctuating on my father's end. My mom always had like a steady income coming in because she was on like a disability, so she would always have this. I I There was always this sense of like, oh, what does your mom do? Mm. And it was like, it felt always so uncomfortable to say that. It was like, it was wrong, but it Mm. wasn't. It's like what she needed to have happen. And it supported us. Like if without that, I don't know that we would have had so much stability in our lives, to be honest. And I can only find gratitude for that now. But at the time when you're young and you don't get it, it just felt like sticky. So, but I mean- yeah. My dad never had like steady, consistent jobs. He was also, mm. a which he still probably doesn't know to this day.
0: Oh God. This is totally one of the things you do when you go down the rabbit hole of astrology Everybody. and design is you have to pull everybody's chart. Everybody.
1: Then you're like, what <laughs> does this mean? How can I talk to this person differently? When you know it now you can see, like you can literally look to somebody's Venus to say their unconscious Venus to say, what's the money story they came in with?
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, and the disability piece with your mom's income is interesting as well, because one of the things that I find in my work is that particularly around the evil money wound, but also like the hard money wound, is there some healing around the idea of some people getting handouts? It's like we can't heal the part of us that feels like we have to work so hard for money as long as we're holding on to the demonizing of people that we see getting money without working for it.
1: It's interesting because like, I mean, in where I live, it's a very common thing for people to just like work really hard all summer and take the whole winter off and sit on EI for the winter. And that's just the thing. What I don't really understand, but that's not because I don't want that or what have you. It's just that I always have a desire to be creating and like contributing in different ways because it turns me on. But if it didn't, maybe I would have a different like viewpoint about it. But I don't like it doesn't really bother me now because I some people need it not everybody. And we all know that like, but it is like some people really need it. And if they take it away from the whole, it affects some people who do really need it.
0: So you talked about like feeling like you had to do everything for yourself and not being able to ask for help and how detrimental that was in some of your businesses in the past. How did you start to recognize and heal that? So I wouldn't say it's like hundred percent healed, but I'm working towards it.
1: And like, I've been hiring more people. Like I need to hire an assistant to help me with some of the logistical side of things, strategic side of things, because it's like, it's a lot to try to do all the things. I know someone great for that, by the way. Okay. Like we're going to talk about this because I definitely feel like at the rate in which things are going, there is no way I can be creatrix and like, Social queen and all these things, and it's just going to become too much. And I want to catch it before it gets to that point where there's like the point of no return, where now, like, the train has left the station and the wheels are coming off. Like, I just don't want to get to that point. So, I'm trying to get all this stuff organized now before that. Like, I can sense it's coming. So, I'm trying to get it organized. And I have a lot of really great friends who I can lean on and ask for support and help with certain things like read this and make sure this makes sense. Are there any crazy spelling errors in this? Cause I wrote it really quickly. Things like that which is just, is very helpful at this stage.
0: Yeah. Do you notice that wounded masculine energy of like wanting to go it alone and do all the things yourself? Like, does that show up anywhere else in your life? Not now. Like I will say this. I mean, my whole existence
1: up until I wrote that book it was so masculine. I wrote this book. I interviewed women. I was consciously connecting to my feminine energy, right? I had just turned 40. I was turning 40 that year and it was 2016 when I did it. And I wanted to read stories about women who overcame challenges to create the most beautiful lives for themselves. So I literally went out and found women all over the country. I traveled across the country to meet them and I just wanted to be in the vibes of like women only Mm. and to feel what it felt like to be in the energy of a powerful woman doing powerful things in a very beautiful way. And it was funny because on the journey, like I was like, I'm going to get into my divine feminine. I had bought myself a moonstone ring and I was like, this is how I'm going to do this and it's going to be great. Okay. So then all of a sudden the trip ends and I've got all this stuff compiled and I'm figuring it all out. And I go on a vacation with my husband. We actually come to Newfoundland, like same place, like where we had this house. And I lose the stone out of the ring. The stone just disappears. I literally, in two weeks after we came back, found out I was pregnant. Like I'm 40 and I'm pregnant. It never happened before. And all of a sudden I'm in my divine feminine energy and boom, I'm pregnant. Right. Wow. And then when I found out two days later, I found the stone. So I was like, I knew in that moment, I shifted out of the forcing, pushing, needing to drive things and mm-hmm. everything changed. And that's why I think why it took so long for the next iteration of like me and the business and where I'm going and what I'm creating. It just needed this time and space to like raise my son, to be present for him, you know, mm-hmm. to still be present. Like he's a part of my, I make beautiful Zodiac candles and he's like a part of it.
0: So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a really fun
1: thing. Tell me more about the Zodiac candles. So I don't know. I'm burning one. I burn them all the time. This is actually Libra because my Scorpio burned through so quick. So I put their crystals. So they're Uh all hand poured coconut soy wax and they're curated for the Zodiac month, the birthday to help anchor and harness in the energy and the power of that particular person's birthday. And -hmm. then there are crystals placed on top that when you light it, it, the idea is for your birthday, but you can use it on the new moons and full moons, whatever you desire that you set this intention or tone. And as it burns down, it's like the reminder. And then you keep the crystals and you set them on your desk or wherever. And they just like, keep you in the vibes of what you're trying to create for yourself for that year. So mm. it's very intentional. It's very feminine. It's a very beautiful Venus. It's honoring Venus. I was like, mm. how can we create products that? help somebody anchor in this energy, but also honor the beauty and luxury and opulence that Venus wants us to be in to
0: feel more magnetic. Could someone burn them like each month when like the moon is in that zodiac? Yes.
1: So the idea is like for the average person, like when I go and do events, I sell out of all of the product. It's actually kind of mind blowing because where I live that the fact that people are super into it is, it's mind blowingly amazing, but I have what's called the celestial box. So it's like every quarter a person can join in on the box and they get the candles for that period, whether it's the first quarter, third quarter, whatever it is. So -hmm. they'll get that month set of three candles. And then they also get a full moon candle and some other like luxury things I throw in. And they get to go on a journey of the energy of that season. So Mm -hmm. whether in Scorpio, like we've just gone through, like we're still in it, but it's been an intense Scorpio season, two eclipses, like almost blew people's socks off. Yeah, And it's just felt really intense. Almost like we've been trapped in this murky, disgusting pond. And now we're kind of walking out of it and drying up in Sag season right? But it was like, I walk them through what's happening during the energy of the season. And we do ceremony for new moon and full moon. It's just a really beautiful way for them to integrate their own design into what's happening currently. It's the integration piece, right?
0: This is genius. So if someone just buys your celestial box, they also get to participate in some of the rituals that you lead? Yes. (gasps) I
1: wanted it to be like ceremonial. Like it's like, An honored Venus thing. I just got goosebumps, but it's like I've been trying to figure out ways to help people really get it and not only get it, but fully embody it because I just noticed how everything changed for myself when I finally was like, this is my time. I am done trying to like push the boulder up my up the hill myself. Like, how can I make beautifully curated products, but also still lead the powerful information that I have? to transform someone. And through creativity, through multiple income streams, like this is my jam. I've always been creative. I have always had different streams of income and I can show other people how, like I can look at their charts to see like, Hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Ideas are my jam. Like ideas are what I'm grounded in.
0: This is so cool. Well, normally I wait until the end to say like, how can people get a hold of you? But I'm like, Okay, how can we buy the candles <laughs> in the celestial boxes? Where do we go for this? So it's all on my website. I will say I'm
1: revamping the box because I have to figure out shipping because the some shipping companies have managed to like brutalize some candles. So mm-hmm. I have bubble wrap and popcorn coming out of my yin yang now <laughs> and everything will make it there in one piece. But there will be just like you can just buy the box and you can just can buy the whole experience. So I haven't really like nailed down all the details yet, but you can get in on the DFF right now, which is the divine feminine frequency. This is an easy way for people to kind of get into my vibes to see like, what does she feel like and how does she deliver this content? So for 11 bucks a month, they can get in and they get into a Voxer channel. It's like a one-way broadcast. And I tell you where the moon and Venus are every day and how your emotions will be affected and how your magnetism will be affected. Mm. So ways to harness the power of your worth, value, all the things, but also keeping in mind, like, this is where you may feel really emotional today. Today, for example, the moon is conjunct Ceres, the goddess, the mother. And if you have things around your mother today, it's not shocking. So Mm. dealing with it in a more gentle way. So that's a way people can get in right now. It's all on my website. Okay. The box. I'm figuring out still, like logistically, how can I get this to the world? Got it. So state. does that
0: mean we can't buy the boxes just you yet? You can.
1: You're going to be able to buy it in like two weeks. I just need to like figure out.
0: By the time this episode airs, then perfect. We'll be able to buy. It. Yeah.
1: Yes. So you'll be able to just go to like terrakindon.com forward slash the celestial box.
0: I love this idea. So how old is your son? So he's five is five and he helps you make the candles.
1: Yes. And we make pottery together. Like he's made pottery. And so I make my own tea light holders and all kinds of like creativity is what keeps me fresh and alive. And I want him to experience all the pleasures. He's a cancer. So he's very sensitive. So it helps him the creative part. Anyone who's emotionally defined as well, that creative piece, if they can channel their creativity, it keeps them out of depression. It keeps them out of feeling stuck. It keeps them out of like going down the rabbit hole and staying down the rabbit hole, like in a not so good place. So being more creative helps people feel alive.
0: That's so beautiful. And I love that like it's some a way for you guys to bond as well, in addition to a creative outlet.
1: Yeah, I did a hypnosis with an amazing girl in Australia. And part of the future vision I had, like it was that he was part of the business to ask him for ideas because he had all these ideas to contribute.
0: That is so cool. I mean, I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And so I bring them in, in certain aspects, but I can also tell you if I was making physical products with them for the business, I would probably lose my shit.
1: It's like, we have specific things that are like his thing. Like you can put the stickers at the bottom of the jar. We have a system. Like he gets with a sticker on the bottom of the candles the warning label. And then I put in the wick part and then he puts on the little topper that holds the wick straight. So when I pour the wax, it's straight. So they're all very like strategic projects. Cause he's like, can I place the crystals on? I'm like, no, this needs to be mama
0: vibes. Sorry. (laughs) Um. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, like my daughter loves to go to the post office with me when we're mailing out Christmas cards and I love it too. And then I'm like, okay, put the stamps on and here's where they need to go. And then I look at the end result and I'm like, I'm not typically very OCD, but also these, these stamps and how crooked they are. And some of them are off the edge
1: and. But it's like part of the fun. I mean, you know, to be honest, if we could, if we could, we have so much pressure for perfection. No. It's like, cause some of the labels on the bottom are sideways guys. So if you order the box and you're like, why is this label totally
0: sideways? That's why. That's why. Them. Yeah. Well, that seems totally reasonable, like on the bottom where you have to lift up the candle and look for it like we get
1: like it is what it is. So this is like we always say here, like because it's such a strange energy sometimes that we're like, it is what it is, Hunter. And he goes, it's not what it's not. And I'm like, when the five year old tells you it's not what it's not like, you can
0: only laugh like this is where we are right now. I love that so much. It's not what it's not. It's not what it's not. So, your first month kind of into this new business model was a $5,000 month. How does that break down? Was that product and services or yeah. just services?
1: So, it was product and service. So, it was like I did a couple of shows, and within five hours, I sold like over $2,000 worth of product candles. Wow. I'm like, this wow. is crazy in a very small, place like this isn't like I'm in a thriving big city this is like a very small place where people are very religious and astrology is a little out there but there are witches everywhere I'll just say that right now like they're everywhere so there was just product at events and I love being in people's energy and when I talk to them about their like sign and tell them things they're just like oh and they love it and so it just reminds them of their own power Then I also have run a couple of different little programs and uh, the Celestial Box launched in September. Got it. It kind of like went out and the money came in, in October, but it was out the door. And I just, I came with the idea. It just came to me and I was like, we're going to do this. We're going to go and we're going to wing it and see how this works. And hopefully like, it's not a total disaster. And it's still kink. I'm still working through the kinks and it's only the second month. So it's a great time to get in because I still probably charging way less than it should be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Get in at the founding rate. Get in at
1: the founder's rate because God knows where it's going to go. And I think part of the process, like they get personal readings in the box.
0: That is so cool. I'm ready to buy mine. So maybe watching your link on your site and Buying in a couple of weeks. Okay. So what's your vision for your business over the next year?
1: Well, I'd like a seaside studio where I can be like mad creatrix on the ocean. That's something I'm just like, I want more space. We need roots. We're in like rental situation right now because we're just like, we don't want to buy, not knowing where we're going and what we're doing and all the things. And I would like, and I don't want to say it's like a dollar amount because it's more of an, it, like, I just want to feel so free and mm. so creative. And I want to have the most gorgeous photo shoots. And I want people to like be able to buy worldwide these products and that I can custom labels and things for people to their own businesses, like to be like, Hey, this is a beautiful way for you to have another stream of income for your own business. Mm. We co-create something super hot for your brand. That's somewhere I want to go with this eventually within the next six months is to open up to all the opportunities and all the possibilities. And I feel like the more I continue to calibrate stellar products, that it's only going to happen. And how quick it happens, I mean, who knows? It could be tomorrow. I don't know. I want such lush, delicious months that I don't even recognize myself. I'm like, who Mm. are you? Like, you queen, because. When you live in such small rural areas, you're constantly told you can only ever get so big. And I said to my husband and he, I'm like, if I can make it here, like I can make it anywhere. Yeah,
0: literally the and power of the Internet. My coaching internet. company is a global brand. I have people right? buy from India, from Poland, from all over the place. And it's like and I want to ship want them to candles. <laughs> so yeah. I need to figure out logistics. But what a beautiful
1: way to be in business and that talking to somebody via Zoom and you can be in your own room across the world. It's mind-blowingly amazing that where we can go, the sky isn't even the limit, is literally like mercury and sedge. That's the vision can be enormous. This is the most beautiful time to create the big, juicy, delicious vision.
0: Well, I love your vision. So thank you for sharing it and it's so funny because i just had one of like my business besties on the podcast and she also creates gorgeous candles with crystals in them and like curates gift boxes for coaches and i'm like how funny is it that i've never had anyone on the podcast that does this and then it's two back to back but i do think that it is like this energy is building around having luxury goods as part of your brand and opening up more money channels and working with your hands and having creativity and having physical tokens around you that remind you of who you are and what you're here to do. So,
1: it's so exciting. Like it can be whatever you desire it to be, but it's that most people feel like, well, I'm not creative. I don't know how to even start that. I mean, YouTube is the best university you can go to these days. Anything you want to learn, you can literally learn it on YouTube. This is true.
0: One it, of my it, clients just asked me, she's like, random question. Do you know if there's a curly hair coach? And I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't know anyone in particular. And also I'm sure there is, right? 100%.
1: I just like, YouTube, everything. I feel like YouTube is the next iteration. Like it's going to really, it's old, but I feel like it's making a comeback.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people, the search, how to dot, dot, dot is like the number one searched thing on the planet all the time. All the time. Like I have
1: to say, I have a funny story of YouTube and what YouTube can do for you. This is how you can literally find anything. I was going on a work trip and I had locked my passport in the safe and the batteries died and I couldn't open it and I didn't know where the key was and I'm like literally going that afternoon I was like, I wonder if I can Google how to break into my
0: safe. I've had yeah, almost the exact same situation.
1: there's a video for that and this kid is showing you how to bounce the safe and turn the handle of the sa- and it opened and I was like, why do I have a safe like if some 12 year old can show me how to break into my safe this is probably not that safe.
0: That's hilarious. Okay. So my end of the story was different. All the, like, the beginning part, exactly the same. Batteries died, no key around, need to get a passport out. Shit, 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 shit. Like, what do we do here? And I'm pretty sure we YouTubed it also, but I think what we were able to find was like some manufacturers kind of Uh, more of a legit solution. It didn't oh, no, end just, with just, bouncing yeah. the safe because ours is like weighs like 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. No, there, this there's like no a bouncing little thing that I had in the closet because I was we just need something like in the
1: room. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so, so it was like this very small thing. But I, oh, my God, how is this video even on the Internet? Don't and
0: also, I'm so glad it's on the Internet. Thank I'm you very so much. glad. Like,
1: thank God or I wouldn't be going on this trip and it would be a disaster and blah, 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 blah.
0: Uh, like, all the things like,
1: oh, my God.
0: Disaster. Yes. Thank you, internet, for teaching us how to crack into safes and for helping <laughs> us to build global brands. Right. In- I mean, how
1: much more beautiful can life get?
0: <laughs> Indeed. All right. So you've already shared how we can go buy the candles in the, the yeah. celestial box. Where do you hang out online? How can people follow you and get to know you?
1: So I'm on Instagram at Tara Kinden Co and like a stories. I love stories. I kind of live in stories. I'm on YouTube too. I'm resurfacing on YouTube, sharing like insights with the human design and astrology on the moons generally, and sometimes extras. And then where else am I? I'm on Facebook, of course. I still, I still like Facebook. I know people don't like it, but I like it. It's good. Works for me. Those are my places.
0: Perfect. Awesome. It's just all Tara Kinden. All Tara Kinden. So get Tara Kinden wherever you subscribe to your Tara Kinden channel. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: I see that this weird thumbs up thing just happened. Like what is happening on my end?
0: Okay. That happens to me too. It's like when I speak too loudly into my microphone, it gives me a thumbs up. This I think was set to like reactions Was set
1: to like notice hand movements. And I was like, I'm like not Italian. Oh, but
0: maybe it's that. Hands. Okay. I'm seeing that too. Recognize hand gestures. Okay. I I just unchecked that. Thank you. Because Um, I was coaching the other day and without touching anything, all of a sudden (laughs) it was showing a thumbs up on my own screen. And here I am with like a group of women. I'm leading this mastermind and it looks like I just gave myself a thumbs up. So I was cracking up. (laughs) I'm just like, it just looked like I gave myself a thumb. What's going on here?
1: Okay. O-M-Z. Well, now you
0: taught me. I was, I thought it had something to do with how loud I was speaking, but clearly it makes nope. more sense that it was clearly recognizing
1: recognizing our hand gestures. I wonder, yeah. if it, I wonder if it recognizes certain hand gestures.
0: I don't know. I, there's probably a limited range of emojis, but for those of you that are just listening and not watching, not oh, right. of us did the thumbs up. So I think <laughs> the Zoom feature has a little bit of working out the kinks to be done. <laughs> As we all do,
1: as we all do.
0: Yeah, we're all a work in progress. So, final question for you. One of my missions is to help women discover and embody their luxe life. So, I think you already touched on this, but just add in a little color for us. What does your luxe life look like?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, it depends on where I'm at, but I definitely, I just try to have like the most beautiful things surrounding me. Like, even my sage has crystals on it. Like I'm kind of obsessed with crystals. They're everywhere. I just, I want to spend the most wonderful time with quality people all the time. I want to have beautiful experiences and really deep, meaningful conversations with awesome people, but also like to have beautiful things in my life. Cause it does, it calibrates my magnetism differently when I do pay attention to this. And when I actually put on a real bra, a real bra (laughs) and not a sports bra, it does make a difference.
0: A real bra, a beautiful surroundings and amazing Like I think we're checking all of those boxes right right now.
1: Right. I just try to honor Venus. Like I literally, I'm like, what can I do to make her happy? Because she brings me more of all of the things I love when I do that.
0: Amazing. So everyone listening, if you want to find out how to honor Venus more, connect with Tara. Tara, thank you so much for being on the show. So much for having me. This was such a pleasure. Okay. I hope you loved Tara as much as I did. I would love, as always, for you to share on Instagram, tag me at money, tag Tara at Tara Co, and let us know what landed for you. Here were my top takeaways. Number one, when we're committed to the entrepreneurial journey, our business can evolve and change so much as we grow. Number two, find anything you're passionate about and lean in. I mean, did you hear how passionate Tara was about the Venus star point? Number three, allow yourself to play, get creative, and weave together multiple things in business, like selling the candle bundle along with customized astrology readings for that cycle. Number four. Celebrate every step of the journey. I love that Tara wasn't waiting for the 10K month or the 100K year in business before she started to celebrate her success. And number five, poke holes in your limiting beliefs. You might think that a small conservative island community wouldn't buy astrology candles, for example, and you might be wrong in the best possible way. So thank you so much for tuning in. I've got another great episode coming up on the show. I'm interviewing Ashley Brianna Eve. She's an absolute Expert in human design. She is such a truth teller. She is so unapologetic about the way that she shows up and educates. And she's someone that I personally learned from. I've been in one of her containers and she shares some really big news with us on the show that is so exciting. I can't wait for you to listen. So if you've been enjoying the show, please leave us a review. Please share it with a friend, share it on social media. It's a free way to lend your support. It seriously helps so much. Thank you as always. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. Before you go, I have something fun to share. Now, when you leave a review of the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, take a quick screenshot and send it to hi at emilywilcox.com. You'll be entered into a drawing to win a free one-on-one boxer coaching day with me. And you help the show reach more new listeners. Such a win-win. I also invite you to follow me on Instagram at money and to jump into my free Telegram community, The Money Club, which is linked in the show notes. Until next time, I'm sending you all the magic money vibes.